1: Welcome back in, everybody. We roll a little microphone issue, but I got it under control. Uh, Jimmy B and Trent. uh, Kevin Trahan will be coming up roughly at about uh, 2.20 here on the show. So we'll get uh, from the comeback. We'll get into conversations with him. Now, look, I'm sure this is the video that everybody has seen. If you didn't see the game, you definitely saw the video of the fight, which featured the Washington Nationals and the San Francisco Giants, and Bryce Harper charging the mound. Let me kind of get into this just for a minute. And look, I I get old-time baseball rules. I understand when they talk about guys getting plunked and all of that, but I've always hated it. I have. Here's a guy. He throws a 98-mile-per-hour fastball. Fortunately, it hits Bryce Harper in the hip area, mm-hmm. still got to hurt, and, Harp, and Harper goes after him, and then everybody gets all upset. Wait a minute. You're on the mound throwing a hardball who could maim, even kill somebody, and you get upset because he charges the mound? Trent, somebody throws ninety-eight at me. I'm coming after you. Sure, I probably sure. I probably wouldn't have dropped the bat. I would have brought the bat with me. But who? I I've, I, I have never f- liked it. I've just never liked it. I get I I understand guys get hit, pitchers lose control, guys get hit. Okay, mm-hmm. I understand
2: that aspect. But he went right for him. Right, and and there is there's a history here. Yes, and yeah, because he hit a couple of home runs against him. Right, right, and that's what you start to get into. Yeah. And- And that's what makes this one a little bit more sticky. It makes it a little more interesting, too. Bryce Harper lost his mind. He, for a moment, he lost his mind. Well, he just got plunked at 98 miles an hour. He did. When you go out on the mound like that, Mm -hmm. and you chuck your helmet like that. He tried to. It slipped out of his hand. That is a guy that lost his mind. I agree. I agree. This isn't to, you know, give him any, you know, blowback or any help for what he did. But this goes back to Hunter Strickland. And why didn't Buster Posey jump in the middle? He just stood there and watched. Why was the infield pretty slow to react? Exactly. This was a two-guy situation. Yeah. Hunter Strickland let this thing. We're talking two and a half years later. I, yes. Two and a half years and later. And you're going to plunk him now? Now you're going to get your retribution. Now you're going to get your payback because you thought that Bryce Harper looked a too, too long at a home run. You know what, Hunter Strickland? Be better. It's as simple as that. He wasn't showing you up. No. And if, even if he was, you know how you can really get back at him? Strike, Strike him, him out. Strike him out. Yeah. This garbage throwing at people because you got showing up. I hate that This is a part Whoa. of the game. I hate that. The retribution, the throwing back at guys, it, it doesn't get a little old. It does, but it is a part of the game. Okay, fine. All well good. We'll let that be for now. But this part where the whole showing up of an opponent, yeah, that's the part. Make baseball fun. Bryce Harper had the... Make baseball fun again? Yes. You know, the playoff of your buddy Trump?
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Don't call him my buddy. (laughs) I figure that'd get you fired up. Yeah, that does. But, (laughs) you know, for for Harper and and for Strickland, I I think it's it's over, and that's the best part about this. What Bryce Harper did coming out, Mm -hmm. he ended it. There needs to be no more back and forth, the Nationals don't have to go after a Giants guy tonight. No, they don't. We no. don't need any of that. No? It's done now. Yeah, I, well, I hope it is. It's, it is. That's what happens. All right, here's here's my
1: deal. If if you're going to be an ignoramus like that pitcher. Hunter two, who two, two and a half years later. Why plunk him? Why don't just stare at him and let him stare back at you and then just drop your glove? He'll know. All right, we're going to go, yeah let's go then, then let everybody rush in mm-hmm. don't throw ninety eight miles an hour at a guy and maybe injure him, and he's out for the year. Another dumb thing, just drop the glove and stare at him. he'll know right then if you dropped if you dropped your glove and stared at me, <laughs> i'd know exactly where we were going with this uh, thing, right. and it would be odd it'd be odd it'd be odd. <laughs> I'd run the other way, but it would be odd. Really? You'd You're have to me, catch Jimmy? me.
2: Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so uh... That's embarrassing <laughs> for you. That's terribly <laughs>
1: embarrassing. The, 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 I, I just hate it. I hate it. I I could go back and you could look at the old-time video of John Roseborough and Juan Marichal, where Marichal hits the catcher, John uh, Roseborough, on the head with his bat. Mm-hmm. Hits him in the head with his bat. You know, look, as I said before, guys get hit once in a while. What was who was the pitcher that threw like a seventy five mile an hour curveball and it just didn't break and it yeah, yeah I mean that happens. Mm-hmm. Okay. And look, I, I get if you're throwing hard, it's gonna get away from you time to time. We've seen that. But this was so deliberate. So deliberate. And I'm just glad Harper's okay. I mean, I don't want to get hit with something
2: that's 98 miles an hour. No. It. If it hits me in the hip, cripe almighty, it would probably cave me in. Well, and that's that's another part of this that just leaves me shaking my head. Well, he hit him in the right spot. Yeah, come on. Stop okay, that. Yeah. You think that's the right spot. Let's yeah. get out the jugs gun. Yeah. We're going to crank it up to 98. We're going to aim it right at that spot. We're going to see how you feel walking yeah. away. Because it hit him in the right, right spot. spot, 98 miles an hour, That's it. and anywhere a right spot. Where's a good spot? I got a little cushion. I don't want to get hit <laughs> in the gut, though. You got,
1: you got a lot more cushion than <laughs> that, me. That, that would hurt. That would hurt even with the
2: cushion out there. Oh, it hit him in the right I spot. I know. I hate that. It's so ridiculous. Yeah.
1: I, I just, I, the Buster Posey thing, and then his explanation was <laughs> absolutely ridiculous as well. He knew he knew it was coming. Posey mm-hmm. knew it was coming. Yes. So he was just going to stand there and then have a delayed reaction. I saw they timed it out on TV. He waited over five seconds before he started to go to the Really? House. Yes. Wow. Yeah. They show everybody running out there. Posey still standing, and then he just kind of jogs out there.
2: <laughs> yeah. If you're Buster Posey, guy with a history of concussions. Yes. I'm not going there. No, nah, I'm not getting get in the middle of this. Yep. Yeah. I mean, a bean ball comes your way, gets away? No. Mm. Not, no. not necessary. I'm not getting in this I'm deal. not going to take it yeah. for a guy that is upset about something two and a half years, years ago. Years ago. Where the Giants won the World Series yes, that year. Yes, they did. I mean, okay. The whole Batista bat flip thing against the Rangers a couple of years ago. All right. It showed him up. You're upset. You go through that. We've seen the bad blood that has happened. Yes. I can understand it. We might disagree with it, and well, Jim and I do. Yes, but you can understand it. Mm-hmm. This one, you won the World Series. Yeah, you beat them in the series. series. You beat the Nationals. You moved on. They went home. Yeah, be the bigger man. But and then not only that, this isn't something that happened the next year. No, this two and a half, half years. years. Later. Yes, 2014 <laughs> is when this happened. The I 2014 know. playoffs. Yeah where Harper hit a couple of home, yeah, home runs, runs against including him. one that was like 450. Oh, yeah. God, it was a bomb. It was a bomb. Get better. That's it, it, baseball stuff. That's that, See, that's, that's what drives me crazy about baseball. Well, the good news is we got some stories to talk about here at a local level. Yeah. Uh, let's start with the Cubs. Okay. Swept against the Dodgers. Didn't look real good. Then you lose to the Padres yesterday we we posed the question many times throughout the first two months now of the season. Mm-hmm. Panic button. Maybe that's not the right term. But but growing concern, why this team, you're going out to L.A., you're playing the Dodgers, you're playing the team that you played last year in the NLCS, you're playing in a historic venue, and they just look like they're going through the motions. Mm-hmm. This is a team with all this young talent, Schwarber's not hitting, Rizzo struggled at times this right. year. Brian's really been the only guy that's been consistent throughout the whole season. Mm-hmm. The pitching staff's taken a step back. Defensively, they've taken a huge step back. All these things coupled together. Right. What do you do? You're Theo. You get the year of Theo and Jed, Theo Epstein and Jed Hoyer, and they say, "Jimmy B, we're thinking about shaking something up." What What are you going to them, <laughs> and what makes sense to do with this squad? I think it's tough. I think it's tough to figure out. Is it just one issue where there there is going to be a spark, be a bring in a guy in a trade, something like that, trade off one of the young guys, whatever it may be, or are the issues just deeper than that? I
1: think just sitting a couple of
2: people down is probably not going
1: to change much. I mean, you go look at the box score. Cubs got three hits. Three hits in yesterday's game against the absolutely dreadful, San Diego Padres, they are awful. That's a bad team. So, I, I think just like Schwarber's horrible, one seventy three is what he hits. You, you put him on the bench for a a couple of games. I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you're in a situation where you're you're not producing runs. And your is your mic open by chance? There you go. Okay, thank you. You were over there going uh huh, and I never heard you. I
2: was coughing
1: again. Oh geez, you've heard that happen a few times. Yeah, maybe. I have. I'd rather he- hear you cough than not have your mic. Oh, on. Okay, okay. Yeah. At least I know you're around. <laughs> um, the thing that I, the thing that it, that they're going to have to struggle with is, and is, is this World Series hangover? Uh huh. Uh, look, it happens, and it doesn't just happen to the Cubs. It happens to lots of teams that win. You know, that you win the series, okay, yeah, okay, we're
2: pretty good. And you have a tendency to go through the motions. But it just felt so different because they have so much young talent. They do, but that, no, it, but that young talent won the yeah.
1: World Series. See and where I'm coming from here? And that's they, what, they were there, Trent. They contributed
2: to winning a championship in 108 years. after, and it wasn't just singular last year. The year before, they won 97 games. They did. That's correct, yeah. That was kind of the part where it just felt like the talent would win out here because this team is incredibly talented. It's not just that they got popped, but everybody. Everybody's struggling on the Mm -hmm. the team, and that's, you send Kyle Schwarber down for a week? I don't know. Remember, this is a guy that, that was out all of last year. Correct. All of last year, yeah. and he doesn't look right. No, he's never going to be a stalwart defensively. We all understand that. Right. But what you want to see out of the guy is he's going to hit 275 for you and hit 35 bombs. Oh,
1: bombs, yeah. rizzo out there. Rizzo right now is hitting 235.
2: Yeah, and 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 that's up from where it yes, was. I ex- mean, he's, yeah,
1: exactly. He's been moving up. Hayward, who drove in the two runs yesterday, is now up to 258. Yeah. So that's a bonus.
2: Well, after last year, you'll yeah. take that all yeah, year oh, long, right?
1: Right away. It's. I mean, you go down the roster, they're just not making contact. Right. And also, where's the pitching? Uh, it's, it's one of those situations where you get a couple of good quality starts, and then you get guys like Lackey got lit up again. Mm-hmm. Hendricks gets lit
2: up. So... Lester, he got banged around. Yeah, at, uh, yeah he did. Yeah, Lester got banged around. Kershaw on. did too. Yes, but still, but that still was the, Do- one, the Dodgers won the game. You're there right. is no right answer. No, there, and, no, there's not. And that's kind of the fun part of talking about baseball. Yeah, is you can talk yourself in circles about a lot of different things. That's
1: why they play 162. Yeah. That's and, why. And by
2: the end of 162, it usually has sorted itself out. You you, you would hope so. You have that delineation between the halves and the halves not. So mm-hmm. with this Cubs team. They look like a have not right now. Yeah, they just do. Yeah, and and here's the ironic part: they've lost four in a row, and
1: they're a game and a half out of first place. That's,
2: the <laughs> silver it. lining, that's it right there, is that division is not very good, sucking pond water. Yes. and you're a game and a half out. That's, that's all. And uh, and that's in the end, you know a lot. Yeah. A lot of Cubs fans can just say that if they're hey, I'm not worried about it because. Our division sucks. Let's just get the playoffs, and we've seen before sure. anything can happen. Yes, anything can happen. Just get in. Yep, and get in as division winner. That doesn't appear overly difficult for the Cubs this year in the NL Central.
1: It's uh, it's amazing how the so-called almighty have fallen, and. Didn't they? Didn't they go on a string last year? Didn't they lose like an ungodly number that caught every? They, they went through what? Like a two-week
2: slide. Uh, they they had a stretch where, where they, they went five and fifteen. Fifteen,
1: yeah, that's so it. over, over about 20, three weeks, twenty yep. some games, yep. yeah.
2: So it, that was kind of the low water mark. That was yeah. in July, I think it was. Uh huh. But by that point, they'd already had they, such a big lead. Yes, they did. It just didn't matter. Right. This so one, they, so they haven't done
1: that yet. But you're playing the Padres. And look, you're in San Diego. It's like God's country. Mm -hmm. The beaches, the mountains, hot-looking babes. A lot of people call it the the West
2: Coast Osage. (laughs) You might be the only one who believes that. You never heard that before. No, I never have, and I don't care if I ever
1: hear it again, to be honest with you. But... I mean, it's 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 a
2: spectacular place, and you can get caught up in the beauty. Well, well, here's the thing: they played like crap in San Diego. They played like crap in Chicago. They played like crap in L. A. They have. They played like crap in Milwaukee. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I guess they played crappy in a lot of different venues. They have San Diego, just the latest of that line. Man, oh man, oh man. We'll so, go to Chicago next. Okay, our buddy Kevin Trehan's going to join okay. us. Okay, going to talk some Big Ten and Big uh, Big Ten football and basketball with him. We'll ask him about the Cubs, baseball, get his We'll ask him
1: about the baseball, yeah. too, yeah, Big
2: Ten baseball. we got a little of everything. Sure. Absolutely. His Wildcats got beat by his home state team, yes. the Hawkeyes, yeah. on Sunday for the championship. That comes up next here as we roll through. It's a Tuesday. Jimmy B and TC from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios.
0: The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Keep your yard looking great with help from Menards. Create a unique border around your landscape with Zip Edge lawn edging. The Zip Edge design allows the edging to be secured directly into the landscape with sod pins heaping weeds out. It's easy to install with no trenching required. Right now, get a 20-foot roll for only $8.99. Good through June 4th. So stop in and save big today during Menards Big Sale. Save big money
2: at Menards. It's stressful seeing your child deal with a critical illness. Fortunately, the Ronald McDonald House in Des Moines can ease that burden by making that process easier for the child and their families. The Ronald McDonald House provides a safe, friendly atmosphere so out-of-town families can be together as the child receives the medical care not available in their home communities. The Ronald McDonald House in Des Moines, keeping families close. The Ronald McDonald House is a proud member of the Urbandale Chamber of Commerce, the only five-star accredited chamber in Central Iowa.
3: I heard on the news about that five-year-old who found his uncle's gun. The kid didn't know it was loaded. I heard on the news about that 14-year-old girl who was bullied online for like a year. She couldn't take it anymore, so she got her dad's gun from his nightstand.
2: I heard on the news about
1: that guy who broke into someone's house, stole a gun from the hall closet.
2: He accidentally shot his cousin in the head.
3: She killed herself.
2: And later killed the owner of the store
4: he was trying to rob. See you
0: soon. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. Hey,
1: everybody. Welcome back. We roll till 3 o'clock today. Jimmy B and TC. Of course, it's the Big Talker 1700. Uh, It's always fun when we get Kevin Trahan to come back uh, on the show. He comes to us, of course, on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Kevin, good afternoon, pal. Hey, how you guys doing? Well, we're doing great. How are you handling uh, your former school, Northwestern's, loss to the Iowa Hawkeyes baseball team?
3: I honestly, I thought that was hilarious. Like, both of them, I mean, I guess Iowa's had some recent baseball success, but Northwestern is historically terrible. Yes. So the fact that they, like, got there was, was really insane. Like, their last coach, they, like, celebrated him getting 600 wins or whatever, but he had like 850 losses or something. But so they're <laughs> terrible. So I think this is a step in the right direction for Northwestern, even, even with the loss. So I'm handling it okay.
1: Okay, take me then to Iowa and having an opportunity now to go and play in Houston uh, after winning the Big Ten Conference Tourney Championship.
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't follow college baseball or Iowa that much. I mean, I did a few years ago back when they were really, really good. Um but from my not super informed takes, it seems like oftentimes they score a lot of runs, but oftentimes also give up a lot of runs. Yes. Um, so I, I guess we'll see. But I, I, I did see something how uh, some people who actually follow college baseball were saying this is a really tough matchup for Houston, and it kind of sucks for them that that's the four seats they drew. So hopefully Iowa can you know pull it off.
2: Yeah, it'd be fun- certainly fun to see and uh, making a run in Indiana mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Made it all the way to Omaha in the College World Series. They were the first Big Ten team in like 24, 25 years uh, to even make it to Omaha, but that's certainly uh, down the road. But, uh, Kevin, we're going to talk a little football, a little basketball here. Let's start on the hoop side of things in the Big Ten. I uh, want to start with the decisions of uh, leaving for the draft. Swanigan leaves Purdue. Still a pretty good Purdue squad coming back next year. But uh, DJ Wilson of Michigan goes from the Wolverines, maybe being a preseason top 15 kind of team to now probably an NCAA tournament team, but that's it. Uh, your thoughts on DJ making the move there and taking his short shorts to the NBA?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think that that's good news one for Michigan State uh, because yeah. I think they're pretty clearly the favorite in the conference now and, you know, nobody, I, I'm not sure anyone can really touch them. Um, but I mean, Will, or I think Wilson, you know, I, I have, some issues with his game because I mean he, he's a he's a very good player um I think he he I think he needs to one put on a little bit of weight and, and two just you know become a better all-around player but you know when you see the projections for him and see what the NBA sees in him um you know you're never going to fault the kid for going and getting paid right so I think you know great for him I I I really like Caleb one again, who is supposed to be much worse in the draft um, but you know the fact that NBA teams like Wilson and they want to take him. I mean, hey, that's off to him. You know, you're gonna go get paid. Good for him. Yeah,
1: but there's not 30 players who are better than Caleb Schwanigan.
3: Yeah, see, that's where I, I mean, again, I I don't know what these scouts think. It's the same thing in the NFL where they're like, oh, well, he has short arms, so he's going you know yeah. drop these spots. Yeah. I I don't know what people are thinking. I love Swanigan. It's a few like a few years back, you know, I thought Draymond Green was an outstanding college player. I think a lot of people thought that he wasn't going to translate to the NBA. And then I was like, hey, I think he's actually going to be pretty good. And then he was. So uh, I, I kind of think Swannigan's in the same mold. He's just an outstanding college player. Um, but, I mean, obviously there's, you know, there's different traits in the NBA. He has to be able to shoot. He actually has a really good three-point shooting percentage. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, maybe there's something I'm missing. I'm not a professional scout, but I think that Swannigan's going to surprise some people because I mean, he's a hell of a player.
2: Yeah, he is. I did him on air, I hope. You're you're all good, Kevin. Don't worry. Don't worry about that. You mentioned Michigan State, and they're going to get a lot of buzz here with Miles Bridges coming back. Nick Ward, he became a real – I mean, he was just a monster inside by the end of the year. Still the question remains, do they have a a real point guard that you feel confident in out there? Can Cassius Winston become that kind of go-to guy in the clutch at the guard spot? They're going to be good. Are you willing to say national championship goad though, for Michigan State?
3: I mean, it's tough. I I never really know what to think of them. Because last year, I mean, everyone talks about, like, Izzo, he's great in March. But last year, they really underachieved. Mm -hmm. Um, And and so it's it's really tough to see what they can do this year. I mean, Bridges will be better. Winston will be better. Um, Tom Tom is back, and he's actually consistently improved. Um, and I think he's a guy who, you know, as long as his assist rate was better last year, I think, you know, if he can continue to improve, um, that will help him too. But I, I think that just with how much experience they have back, especially more than the rest of the Big Ten, um, I think that they're in pretty good shape. We just, you know, you have to see the improvement from, well, you have, Bridges have to be healthy, but you have to see the improvement, um, from him and, and from Winston. Um, throughout the year for them to get better. And, you know, we usually see that with ISO teams, which is why I'm betting on them to be pretty good. But I might hold off on, you know, I think they could win the national championship, but I might hold off on betting on that right now just because, you know, those guys didn't quite live with expectations last year. And I think we need to sort of see some more improvement
1: first. Uh, Iowa Hawkeye fans are all excited about basketball. They think that the guys that they have coming back, coupled with the two big guys coming in, uh, Nunji and Garza, are going to turn the uh, Hawkeyes back into an NCAA tournament team. Are you all in on that, or do you have doubts still?
3: I mean, I was always tough to read in basketball and football, because I always do the opposite of what you expect. (laughs) Uh, But, I I mean, I I think I'm higher in Iowa than most people. I mean, losing Peter Jock will hurt just because, you know, the freshmen were really good last year, but there were times when the freshmen weren't good and the jocks was like, I'm going to go sc- score 30 points and that's right. how they win some of those games. Right. And, and you know, I think a lot of the games that people like to remember um, are the ones like in, against Wisconsin when the freshmen really, really stood out. You know, uh, the first game against Indiana when the freshmen really, really stood out, but we sort of forget some of the other games that were probably a little closer than they should have been that Peter Jacques just went off and, and did his thing. And that's the only reason they were able to win those games. Right. So, um, I think that, that will, losing him will hurt, but considering who they have back, I, I honestly think that they're in, in better shape. I mean, I think that you look at teams like Minnesota and, and Northwestern, which they have more consistent returning experience, um, and they were better last year. But I, I honestly think Iowa has a higher ceiling than both of those teams. And, you know, I think right now you bet on like the Northwestern and Minnesota just because uh, the consistency they have coming back, but I, I wouldn't be shocked to see Iowa be better than both those teams and, and sort of make a run. Well,
2: it appears that the witches Brew of Bo Ryan might be uh, finally coming to an end. Greg Gard took over for him a year and a half ago, but losing Bronson Koenig, Nigel Hayes, uh, on and on and on. Is this finally the year that it ends for the Badgers, or do they find a way once again to just replenish what they got and the Buzzcuts get back to the NCAA tournament?
3: I don't know, and I always want to say that they're sort of that they're done and they aren't. And I know that's not really a good way to analyze basketball, um, but you know it's really tough to say. But I mean, this is definitely the worst, the least amount of talent that they have coming back in a long time. And I think people like to think of Wisconsin as this team that like sort of underachieves without talent. But I mean, like Tim Decker was a five star, you know, right. and Nigel Hayes was under recruited, but still a high three star. Um, Koenig was a four star and you know, they just got really, really lucky with Kaminsky working out, right? So it's not like we can expect that to return. I, I think, you know, half is a great player, um, but I think they're really gonna hurt uh, without him. I mean I don't I don't know what their guard play struggled last year and I have no idea what they're gonna do this year, you know, without without Show Walter, uh without Koenig. And so I mean I think that there's definitely reason for concern. I've talked to some Wisconsin fans like, Oh well they're always good, but a different coach, you know, you Aren't going to always be lucky with with guys working out, and I think that um, I mean they have some good recruits coming in, but I think that this might be one of their worst years in a long time.
1: Kevin Trahan's our guest. He comes to us on the Draft House Fifty Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Take me to Nebraska. Uh, will this be doomsday for Tim Miles over there this upcoming season?
3: I mean, I, they've lost so many players. Like I think there's only one player who came in as a freshman who is left there like in, in as, or has used up all of his eligibility there since miles got there it's insane mm-hmm. like they keep losing all these guys I mean I don't know they they really took a, a leap of faith on him and then he made the a tournament with what wasn't a very good team but ultimately got really lucky with the schedule and had a bunch of really close wins but you know I think everyone who analyzes college basketball super seriously was saying like, that's not going to continue. And then, of course, they didn't continue to win every one-point game, right? Um, so, I don't know. I mean, I would think that they should get rid of him. I kind of thought that this year they should have. Um, but you never really know what they're doing over there because, you know, they haven't made very good hires since Icors got there. I don't think Mike Riley was a very good hire, and he hasn't proven to be yet. Um, and this is Icors' guy. I don't know if he'll want to admit, you know, that he that he's messed up. But we'll see what happens.
2: Kevin Trahan, we're talking Big Ten with him from hoops over to a little football. And uh, Kevin, I want to start with the narrative that is out there as you're a Big Ten West guy an alum of Northwestern and grew up in the state of Iowa, that the gap between the East and the West is so vast. We know there's a gap there. I mean, we're not trying to say things out of school here, but is the gap as large as the national perception is in your mind?
3: I mean, I always said no back when I was like hardcore Iowa fan, right? I always would be like, no, 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 we're great. And honestly, Iowa and Wisconsin, even Wisconsin, both of those teams were much better um, nationally back back in the day, back when I was in the mid two thousands, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I think it, it depends. I mean, the recruiting there's definitely a massive gap. So it just depends on whether you know uh, on whether the Big Ten West can use development skills to to bridge that gap. I think. For a while, I mean, Ohio State and Michigan were, I think that you could say in the last two years that they were significantly better, um, than Big Ten West teams. But Penn State, for example, had been recruiting super well, but James Franklin, I still think is a great coach and it's, things just didn't really work out with him. Uh, but then this last year, they actually started playing up to their recruiting potential. So, you know, if all of those teams play up to their recruiting potential, um, I think that, you know, Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State can consistently be better than the rest of the Big Ten or than the Big Ten West. But the, the flip side, whereas Michigan State was such a, soft, a strong program for years in part because Michigan was in turmoil for like a decade, right? Mm-hmm, right? And now we're seeing Michigan taking over, and they're getting all the good players out of that state now, and Michigan State's kind of in turmoil. And I really don't think that, you know, you can expect Michigan State to stay on that level. You know, you can't you're not going to have both Michigan and Michigan State consistently being top 15 national programs, what? right? Like it has to be one or the other. And so I, I don't think that we can say there's going to be four teams that are consistently better than all of the 10 West teams.
1: Um, I'm real curious. Do you think that they would ever sit down and reassess their divisions since all most of the power brokers are in the East and not hardly any in the West?
3: I mean, I think that – They always said that, like, we love legends and leaders, and then that was a a terrible idea. And I think they knew it was a terrible idea. And so, adding Maryland and Rutgers was a really convenient way to just say, "Oh, I guess we got to switch the vision setup now." Um, I don't know. It's tough because you want to keep having those rivalries, and you know, and and as important as it is to be balanced, it's not like you know, but other than the, the Ohio State. Wisconsin-Big Ten championship game. We, we haven't really had, like, super unbalanced Big Ten championship games. You know, like, Iowa was still a really good team a couple of years ago when they played Michigan State and almost won. And Wisconsin-Penn State last year was exciting. Um, so I'm not sure that you necessarily need to do that because what's important is regional rivalries, and you don't want to a cycle where Iowa's not playing Nebraska or Minnesota or Wisconsin, like there was that gap when Iowa wasn't playing Wisconsin consistently um, back during Legends of Leaders um so i think that they might talk about it uh, but ultimately i'm not sure it's a huge deal you're only going to get one team in the college football playoff your best team is going to go you're still going to maybe you know get your second best big tennis team going to the rose bowl um so i i don't think that it's absolutely necessary that they do that especially if it means they can't preserve these rivalries
2: what about like uh what the big 12 has now of course different number of teams <laughs> But just saying the heck with divisions Mm -hmm. at the end of the year, and it might be Ohio State-Michigan some years, a rematch from the week before, we just take our best two teams and play for the championship that way. Could that work?
3: I mean, I think that's a great idea, especially if you're going to preserve rivalries, like give everyone a couple teams that they're going to play each year, not just one. Um, But, I mean, I think that's a great idea. And the Big 12 has talked about going to divisions, which is just a terribly stupid thing to do. Um There's really no need for that at all, uh, especially when you have a round robin in a league like that. Um, But I think that it would be a nice experiment to see what happens. I mean, there's there's no reason you need to have two divisions. I think that for a little while there was some rule where you had to have divisions to have a championship game. Um, But I I don't think it makes a lot of sense uh, to. to, If we find that you know it does get so unbalanced, then yeah, I mean just have the two best teams play for the championship. Um, Otherwise, you know I don't know. you're just sort of artificially creating this championship based on based on nothing you know other than I guess we're gonna use geography or the vague semblance of geography
1: yeah that's it's funny that you that you say that because you at you talk to fans that are fans of teams in the west uh they believe they have every right to be in that game, and then you talk to fans in the east and they're like. Of the similar opinion that you had, well, this just just geography. It you know we should take the top two teams and let them play.
3: Yeah, and I I think that if you're going to have divisions, I do like having east and west just because it does preserve those rivalries and the Big Ten championship games. We have been exciting. I mean, yeah, the East is better overall, um, but I mean there are always just every year there's more likely than not going to be a good team coming out of the West. It's not a top. 15 team, you know, like we had Wisconsin a couple years, or last year we had Iowa a couple years ago who were both very good teams, so just because it's not consistently up and down better uh, doesn't mean that there isn't a good enough team from the West, there usually will be. Uh, so I don't really like just switching divisions around like they did with Legends and Leaders, but I do certainly see the argument, and I think it'd be fun to experiment with if we just did the top two teams um, and had them play. Mm-hmm.
2: Kevin, as always, good catching up with you. Uh, you're going to be making your way south to Texas here coming up in a couple of weeks, getting ready for law school, huh?
3: Yeah, I saw. I'm not Texas has a terrible football schedule this year, but next year <laughs> Iowa State visit, so that will be very exciting.
1: There, there you go. Are you doing criminal law? What kind of law are you interested in, if you don't mind me asking?
3: Uh, civil rights. Civil rights. Okay.
1: Okay. We we wish you well on that. Much smarter than Trent and I. Yes. We're just two dorks on the radio. So, uh, we admire your uh, mental aptitude. Thank you,
3: buddy. Well, I always love being on. Talk to you guys soon. Okay, All you right. got Thanks,
1: it. Kevin. Kevin Trahan, The
2: comeback. Good stuff out of him. Wants to be an attorney. Yes. He saw that uh, sports media is he not did. the place <laughs> to make. money. No,
1: it's not. Not anymore. Used to be.
2: Let's hit the bricks. Woo. I gotta and go to law school. I gotta get a real job. I am too old for that, unfortunately. Yeah, well, you no, think I could go not. to law school? Oh yeah, I couldn't get into no. law school. My huh? grades were not good enough. How good? How good of grades do you have to have to get into law school? You gotta be at least three five. Yeah, that, that's not. No, happening. that's not happening with you. No, no. My major. If they had just took my major GPA. Okay. Then I'd be in good shape. Okay. And your major was mud pie making. No, no. Youth and human services. Basket weaving. Youth and human services. Underwater marble stacking? I, I think I'd struggle at that. I, I wouldn't be able to pass that, would you? <laughs> no, I couldn't pass, I couldn't pass anything.
1: <laughs> I was just lucky that I had professors that said, oh, yeah, he's a, he's an athlete, so, okay, here's a C.
2: They didn't know you were an athlete. <laughs> they saw you. And they I said, was gone a lot. Who's this little pipsqueak trying on, to say that he's out of an athletic team? I, I played on the Munchkin team. <laughs> exactly. I made the all-Munchkin team. <laughs> I the five foot five and under
1: league. Right, come on, I'm taller than that, and you know it. Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah don't be saying that. Yeah, I, I am. Uh, we're coming right back as we get uh, all the way till the uh, top of the hour. Jimmy B and T C. It's the big talker, seventeen
0: hundred. Big news, big talk.
1: Join me, Diana Kelly, every Saturday morning at ten for what's happening in your neighborhood with Inside Iowa
0: on seventeen hundred KBGG.
1: It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines.
0: And now for something deliciously different from Wendy's. Wendy's Double Stack is still an option in the 4 for 4. With a quarter pound of fresh beef, four nuggets, fries, and a drink. That's a deal so good it should not exist. Like how owls shouldn't be able to turn their heads all the way around.
3: Whoo! Wouldn't like that deal.
0: The 4 for 4 with your choice of a double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT. A deal so great, it's impossibly good. But not for long. At participating Wendy's for a limited time, meal includes full-piece chicken nuggets, small fries, and a drink. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada. Not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. Tonight, Summer's number
1: one hit, America's Got Talent returns for an all new season with new host Tyra Banks.
0: Outrageous acts, extraordinary talent. I loved you from the minute you walked on stage. And performances that will touch your heart. I lost all my hearing when I was 18. Even though you can't hear us, the world is going to all hear about you. The premiere of America's Got Talent, followed by the premiere of World of Dance, tonight on NBC. For garden color from the ground up, start with the ground. Vigoro Colored Wood Mulch from The Home Depot. Now five bags
2: for just 10 bucks. It protects your plants beautifully and maintains its color for up to 12 months in shades of red, brown, or black that really set off your garden,
0: not to mention your spring. Get Memorial Day savings with Vigoro Colored Mulch. Five bags for 10 bucks Now at The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Selection varies by store. U.S. only. See store for details. 1700 KBGG backs the blue, and we'd like you to back them too. Each week, go to our website at 1700KBGG.com and nominate an officer who does an outstanding job. Tell us why that officer deserves a special salute. We'll select an officer weekly, share their story online and on the air, and present them with a special certificate. And bring their department some Brugger's bagels. Help back the blue at 1700KBGG.com. for TV, 180 dollars for internet, equipment, non return, and other facing conditions. Apply, call for details. Offer ends, 12117. Hey, it's Jimmy B.
2: And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey,
1: Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game football,
2: basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can
1: get it, even cricket? Draft House Fifty has a sensational menu featuring specialty
2: burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House Fifty—a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House Fifty, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Jim Brunson, Trent Condon. It's Jimmy B
0: and TC on 1700 K B G G live. From the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing, here's Jim and Trent.
1: All right, everybody, we uh, do our final segment here today, and we always kind of like to do uh, what are you going to watch tonight? Look, let's start with last night. Yeah. Hockey game, Stanley Cup Finals. You First, were locked and loaded, huh? I was, that was tremendous. I flipped it on, it Just was...
2: tremendous. Well, watch the beginning. Yeah. Saw so maybe, I don't know, the first two minutes. Okay. And then, you know, children. Oh, yeah, and, I get uh, that, yeah. Get it back on. It's 3 nothing. Yeah. My like, guy oh, is dumb. And then, no, you can't do that, though. I, but I came back. Okay. It was okay. You're three, 3 1. Two, yeah. 3 one Yeah, three, three. yeah. And then back the other way. Yeah. And, uh, my wife, not a hockey aficionado. Well, let me talk to her. She needs to watch that. You already got Ella. Here goes, she, she's like, hockey, hockey. She likes hockey. She does. She, uh, I've seen three different times this playoffs, a goalie being pulled. And each time within 30 seconds, the other team scores oh, an empty netter. Goal. This is the dumbest thing ever. Why would you ever do this?
3: <laughs>
2: I try to explain. Yes, yeah. You get an extra, extra skater. Attacker, you got yeah. another chance. Well, it never works. I've seen that happen three times. It, <laughs> it never does, works. It does work, though. It does work sometimes. Yeah. No. I got a kick out of that one last night. But, yeah, some good hockey. Uh, yeah, not it's, bad. Uh, look
1: at this. And he, oh, did you see there was a guy that threw a dead fish on the ice?
2: Well, yeah, that's that's, that's what the Predators that, that's do. That's what the
1: Preds do. Right. But he threw it in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Now, yeah. now they say they're going to try to charge the guy. What are you charging the guy? What, throwing a... You can't You're going to go that. to jail for throwing a dead... They do that in Detroit. They, they throw the they octopus do, out
2: there. And it is illegal. They do it in their home arena. Yes. And in Nashville, when they do it in their home arena... <sighs> You don't have to worry. A Bridgestone tire, is that what it is? Uh, no, P.P. and G. Paints. No, no, oh, I'm talking oh, Nashville. about Nashville. Oh, yeah, Bridgestone. Ah, I yes. yeah, got that one yes. right. You do it there, you're okay. You do it on the road, you're going to get arrested. That's the way it is. And, and maybe the way it should be. Oh, my God. I mean, you can't just go to any event as a traveling fan and throw random crap on the ice, right? Well, uh, you know, you can't do that. Right. So,
1: you can't do that there either. I thought it was pretty funny. You would. I did. I found it funny. The, um, I mean, he wasn't the person who did it. wasn't hurting <laughs> anybody. He just threw the dead fish so, on the so ice. So, so
2: you just uh, allow throwing anything you no, want on the ice? No, 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 that's... no, no.
1: I'm totally against that. That's what and when doing? hockey fans, who are the worst fans when it comes to trashing people, when they don't like the call, they just hurl everything on the ice at people. Um, they're the worst when it comes to that. But the, uh, no, I just found that to be. Funny that they did throw the dead fish out there when they were in Pittsburgh, and I know that that's the deal in nashville and every and, and in Detroit with the octopus, I get that look when the Red Wings were really good and they were in the Stanley Cup and they were on the road, somebody invariably would throw the octopi out there, so even on the road, so at any rate i i'm I'm loving the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, Pittsburgh and Nashville. I think it's going to be a highly entertaining series.
2: Well, luckily throughout the weekend, there was a lot of baseball. The Iowa story kind of kept things alive it a little did. bit too.
1: Or locally, yes. You're just
2: you're not inundated into endless baseball and watching crappy baseball with the Twins over the weekend. <laughs> I will be flipping on six sixty eight on my Rockstar satellite tonight. Though, yes, and I'll be going with a little Twins Astros. Mike fires on the mound for the Astros, and eh, he's not very eh, good. Okay. Against Jose Barrios, does that get oh. you excited? You got to see him throw a little I, bit the other day. I did. Last I watched week. him the other day, and he you, was he was he, on fire. He was dealing. I liked it. So I now it. against the best offense in the American League, it does is, that get you going? It is pretty nice outside right now. It is, but this is seven ten.
1: Yeah, I know. But you the sit sun, down for your dinner. Sun, the sun doesn't. go Well, I might. No, I might be finishing. Like the if I go and walk nine, I might be oh. I might be finishing about the sixth hole. Then maybe well, the seventh hole. Why don't you invite me out for nine?
2: On oh. you? Uh, what? On you? Right. What was? What was that? Wait a minute! S- something wrong. Yeah, <laughs> something wrong here. I can't hear you very good. That's what I figured. Be careful those microphones. <laughs>
1: My break. I will. I, you know what? I will watch. I probably oh, this will sound so bad coming from me. It's a late night game on the yep. West Coast, so I'll probably turn the Padres and Cubs on yeah, for a yeah. little while. I probably will.
2: It, it's one of those, almost like a, a train uh, wreck. You geez, just got to see yeah. what's happening with them. Yeah, you can't are, turn your head. Are they going to crash and burn again? Yes, I mean I, that's the case. It's uh, uh,
1: Eddie Butler. You know, we'll see. He's Eddie Butler. Is that like the what was that what was that show uh, Eddie's fa- courtship of Eddie's Eddie's father? Huh? Yeah. Courtship of Eddie Eddie's father. No,
2: he's a starting pitcher. He was down here in Des Moines. No, for... I know who he okay. is. Okay, all right. Yes, well, I'm trying to help. Yeah, I know because you're throwing out references. Though. No, I I just I'm thought struggling. I'd throw that on. Yeah. <laughs> so he's he starts tonight. He starts tonight. So we'll see what he's got uh, in the tank. Pretty important start, probably for him going forward. Yeah, I would say so. Anderson working his way back. So that's uh, pretty good. We get Dodgers, Cardinals. They start at six. They do. Pretty good one. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Um Michael know, Waka. Yes. The Iowan. You know what I
1: You love Iowans. I do. I do. And, and, and Waka Waka. You I was born I, here. Know, yep. Um, you know what I'm gonna look at?
2: <sighs> this will sound stupid. You're probably gonna watch like Tampa, Texas or something. No, no, no,
1: no, okay. I'm, no I'm not okay. gonna do that. I don't think there'll be more fisticuffs tonight. Uh-huh. I don't think that'll take place. I think you were right when you said, okay, it's got to be over.
2: Oh, with the Nationals and the yeah, Giants tonight. Yeah, Yeah,
1: because that's on again tonight. Yep. I think what I'll probably do, though, is try to keep track, and when Albert Pujols comes up with the Angels, he's at 598 right now. Oh, okay. Two away from 600 for dingers. So I, I might try to keep track of his at-bats. And see if he jacks one again tonight.
2: Dan, how about the trout news? I oh, mean, that, he, <sighs> he's so good. He is so good. And he was putting together a season even oh, big beyond time. his ridiculous yes. standards. Yes, big time season. And then to see that, yeah, yeah uh, tough for an angel squad that just frankly isn't very. They're hard. not very
1: well. They're two games
2: below five hundred, but they're not. They're, they're not very good. That was with Mike Trout. Yes, putting together a ridiculous. Yes, season. Yes, you are right. Now let's see how things go for them. Hey, uh, I asked you earlier in the show, Jim. What sporting event would be your favorite at Wells Fargo Arena? Right. Threw it up on Twitter as yeah. well. What do
1: we got for results there?
2: Well, let's see here. Let me refresh it one more time. Okay.
1: One of those things that uh you asked me, and if you told me if I was taking Gertrude yes. uh, from the home out on the town, would I go to the wild, the tea puppies? <laughs> also known as the Iowa Wolves. Wolves now, now yes. Uh, or the baseball with the no, I- no, The Bart Stormers. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. The, the, the I-Cubs
2: were out. Because yeah. I think yeah. for it, most it, everybody.
1: Everybody just, because
2: you can wear a T-shirt and yeah. shorts and Go out, sit, sit outside. out, get a little sun. Yes. Have a cold one. Yeah, relax. Now you can get a cold one at these other events. Well, yes,
1: but it's different it's outside. Different. Yeah, the it atmosphere
2: is. is different. Yeah, I'm just you're talking about the your, Wells Fargo In
1: ones. February, you're trying just to get into the
2: arena where it's warm. And I'm surprised by the results here. Are you really? Yeah, 67% of the votes coming. Yeah. in. And on the wild, yeah, seventeen percent on the barnstormer, sixteen percent on the wolves. I'll
1: tell you why, and it's because I stated it earlier. It's their game presentation <laughs> that they have right now. They not only is the hockey entertaining because of the pace of the game, mm-hmm. but they do a really good job with their halftime. or it's not halftime; it's in between periods of uh, entertainment for people in the stands yeah. as as well. So I think maybe that's why they're the 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 one that's so far out in front. Plus, I think they draw more than the Barnstormers and the energy do too. I think their fan base is larger as as well. Gotcha. So I think that's probably why they're in front. Well, Jimmy B, are we done? We are out of here. Wow. What do you think? Well, I'm excited about the Tea Puppies. Yes. So I'm I'm gonna listen.
2: I'm gonna call Tom DiBudo. Oh
1: really? Yeah. Well, don't you think they're probably they're probably on their way back by now to yeah.
2: Minneapolis? Will you get an exclusive interview with us tomorrow? Well,
1: no. I'm just going to recommend the T pups. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. I don't think Tibbs has that kind of. Pull. You don't. You don't think so? Get Glenn Taylor on the phone. Uh, no, I don't. I out. don't
1: have him on no, speed dial. Tibbs, I do. All right. Yeah. Good stuff. We're out of here. Uh, back tomorrow, everybody. We'll see you then, bright and early at 12 noon. Jimmy B and T.C., the Big Talker 1700.
0: 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and T.C., noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG.
4: Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here inviting you to visit our full service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988 and we won't be undersold by the big stores and no one can match our service after the sale we're on the corner of 70th and douglas in urbandale or we can be reached at 515-331-1577 we're jlm shooter supply see you soon
1: It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines.
0: GEICO presents a voicemail from your friend, Bicycle.
3: Uh, <laughs> hello, it's, it's it's your bike here. So, about last night, sorry, I kind of just ran off with that bike thief. I just want you to know it's not anything you did. And, and I'm not trying to make excuses here, but I do have wheels. They roll. Anyway, hope you're insured. Also, your stolen grill says hey.
0: When your stuff runs off, it doesn't pay you back. Luckily, the GEICO Insurance Agency makes getting coverage a snap. Visit GEICO.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. The Home Depot has a new idea. Free carpet installation that means free carpet installation. Clearing out furniture? Free. Ripping out old carpet? No charge. Hauling it away? On the house. No hidden fees. Just free installation on carpet, $699 or more. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid on carpet priced $1 or more per square foot. Unique specialty items and requirements may be priced separately. Not valid in all markets. See HomeDevote.com for details or friends June 7th.
3: If there's one thing the pros at Advance know, it's parts. Advance out of parts and batteries. Craig can I help you. Hey, Craig, I need an oil change. was wondering if you had any deals. Yes, we have uh, five quarts of Castrol Edge with a k filter for twenty two ninety nine. That's a good deal. Castrol Edge is good stuff, right? Absolutely. Helps the performance of hardworking engines. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah,
2: you can't get better protection.
0: Wow, even better. Now at Advance Auto, get five quarts of Castrol Edge or High Mileage Full Synthetic and a k and oil filter for just twenty two ninety nine after mail-in rebate. See store for details also at participating CarQuest stores. 1700 kpgG kicks off your morning with On Air with Doug, Jen, and Victoria. I would want all of the police
1: force to have everything that they would need at their fingertips.
0: Just because they say that they need it, that's enough. We need it, so please get it to us. And they give you the hometown scoop with Monk and Kelly. I didn't know you had a clothing line. Yeah. On.
1: Is it really made of bacon? It's it's got the official bacon <laughs> yeah. stamp of approval. Smell it,
2: not scratch its Sniff.
0: News from around the globe with Westwood One on air with Doug, Jen, and Victoria on the Big Talker seventeen hundred KBGG. 1700 K-